0: Thank you for joining me today on the Better Than I Found It podcast. This is Mike McGraw, your podcast host, as well as the men's golf coach at Baylor University. My guest today is former Oklahoma State golfer, Sam Lee. Now Sam's story isn't like any of the other former players I've had on this podcast. He wasn't the prototypical, highly recruited OSU golfer. In fact, as you'll hear, it was Sam who did all the recruiting. The full story of how a South Korean-born Fijian national made his way to Stillwater, Oklahoma, is almost unimaginable. It sounds like fiction, really. And the perseverance it took for Sam to actually earn a spot on the golf team was nothing short of amazing. Sam's hard work, humility, and grace were and are inspiring to me as his former coach and to his OSU teammates as well. Webster defines perseverance as persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Sam Lee embodies this definition. Enjoy the listening. Okay, I'd like to welcome former Oklahoma State golfer Sam Lee to the Better Than I Found It podcast today. Sam, great to have you.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here, Coach. It's been yeah, a long you know,
0: time. Yeah, you and I have not seen each other in a long, long time. Um, I think it was when uh, when I got let go at Oklahoma State, that very end, in, sometime in 2013. Been a long time. Great to see you.
1: Yeah, it's great to see you too, Coach.
0: You bet. Well, listen, um, you're in the States playing some some professional golf. Briefly tell me wh- where, where you're playing and what you're doing right now. Yeah, so right now I'm in uh, Colorado. Uh,
1: I'm playing in the Monday qualifying for the Colorado State Open. So I'll do that on Monday.
0: Okay. Are you playing a series of events like several State Opens or what are you doing? Well, um, I've got a
1: couple of uh, all pro tour mini tour events in August. Uh, But I mean, Around end of August, there's no other events to play in, and then there's uh, Q school for corn ferry starting September. So, planning on doing that.
0: Okay, so you're going to try to play in three, four, five events leading up to the Q school, and then mm. go through that. That's great. Well, it's yeah. great to have you in the United States again. It's been a while.
1: It's good to be back here.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, you're uh, you don't exactly have a Stillwater accent, by the way. You never. Oh, did I don't. Before. No, no, I lost that. You lost that. Um, Okay, so this podcast is now about a year old. I've been doing, I've had about a little over 50 episodes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're the 10th former OSU golfer to appear on here, guys that I've coached. Okay. Uh, but your story of getting to Stillwater, 100%, the easily the most unique story. Would you agree?
1: I would agree, yeah, <laughs> definitely. If,
0: I got to tell you when when people uh, when people actually hear this I think they're going to be amazed. Uh, I think it's a, a great story of perseverance and just stick-to-itiveness if you will and and mm-hmm. it was something that stuck with me ever since ever since uh, you know I was a part of this story but so but before yeah. we get to stillwater tell me about your childhood. I mean you were born in South Korea but you're a Fijian national. So mm-hmm. how did you get to South Korea? When did you take up the game? Who got you started? Just give us some background on that
1: yeah so um i was born in south korea uh we moved to fiji when i was 11 um and then well in in the beginning was just going to be you know maybe a couple of years go to school and learn some english um then i i picked up the game there and uh yeah it was (laughs) my dad got me into it did they have Um, a
0: junior golf program where you were
1: yes but it. i mean we lack in coaching staff um so we've had few local pros and and so on but uh i mean the level of you know the golf knowledge is very very low um so and that's probably why i don't have i didn't have the great fundamentals so but yeah i mean we the I'm probably the last junior golfer out of there, out of Fiji, because it sort of stopped and golf kind of just went away. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I was playing against a lot of the older guys, mostly.
0: Okay, so you were 11 when you got there. Mm-hmm. And how long was it before you started playing pretty high-level golf like you could shoot in the 70s? Were you 13 or 14? How old were you? uh probably
1: around maybe 1617 okay yeah
0: but but how did you get on that Fijian national team <laughs> i know you were on the Fijian national amateur team because that's where our story yeah. goes from here
1: yeah so uh we had the Fiji open in uh 2008 i believe or maybe 2007 i um yeah i was coming in third up until the third round and then uh yeah i finished third amateur um but yeah i I just blew up the last round but you know finishing third uh in the fiji open helped me get a spot in the world am Uh,
0: but that finish right there got you on the world amateur team the next fall
1: yeah because i was i was third best in the in, in the amateurs in fiji so
0: okay Yeah. All right. Well, that's where our story kind of begins here. And it it was highly unusual. So, in the fall of 2008, I had two Oklahoma State golfers uh, Ricky Mm. Fowler, who was going to represent the United States of America, and Sean Einhaus, who was going to represent Germany in that World Amateur Championship Mm. in Australia, the same one you had qualified for. So, you were going to represent Fiji. Yeah. Uh, So, tell me about that week, real quick, and then we're going to get to an email
1: yeah so um i i wasn't thinking about college back then uh i was just you know excited to play um a tournament outside of fiji uh and then yeah while i was there i i learned that sean and ricky went to osu and osu was ranked number one in the college rankings and of course i think i believe ricky was. Ranked number one in the world?
0: He was. He was the number one he number was. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and I actually saw him briefly on the range and I saw his ball flight. Oh, it was just, I didn't know what he was doing, but it was going right to left, left to right, low, high. I figured, <laughs> huh, I could probably beat him. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know he was doing that intentionally.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. He yeah. did practice with a lot of, um, he was very creative when he practiced. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, and then um I watched him play. I I, I think it was the final round. And of course he won the individuals and the country US won the teams. And uh yeah, uh got me interested in Oklahoma State and I think I I believe I played with Sean. He doesn't remember but he had one of the best short games. He
0: was he was wild. But... I've coached thirty five years. Mm-hmm. It's still the best short game I've ever seen. And a lot of guys could do some maybe some things he couldn't do. But on a day to day basis, Sean Einhouse had the best short game I have ever seen.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, so. so you played. You didn't play particularly well, but you had a great experience. It was great. Mm-hmm. But that kind of kind of piqued your curiosity. This Ricky Fowler, Sean Einhouse, Oklahoma State, college golf all of that was in like foreign to you. It was unusual to you, wasn't it?
1: Oh, of course. Um, you know, I mean, playing golf in Fiji you don't really get a lot of information. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought, Oh, you know, I, I need an education. I mean, I can't just, um, have golf, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thought, Oh, I'll go to, I'll go to college. I look up where, where to go. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I didn't know anything about NCAA and and all that. And I thought, you know, Oklahoma State is is the best college golf
0: school. Well, I mean, yes, we were. There's no doubt about that at the time. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. I got an email about a week later from a young boy from Fiji. And, you know, a college golf coach gets anywhere from 10 to 30 emails a week from from recruits, Mm -hmm. but usually more toward 30 a week. Right, so okay. Yours was one of those, and I opened mm-hmm. it up, and it said, I'm Sam Lee. Sam Yoon Lee, is that correct?
1: Yeah, uh, my actual name is Sang Yoon Lee. Sang Yoon Lee. But I go by Sam. So.
0: Sam. And I he, I I've, would, I would um, I watched Ricky Fowler play in the World Amateur. I competed in the World Amateur, and I would like to come to school at Oklahoma State University. Mm. And I kind of remember what I said. I think I was polite, but I, I know I told you no, correct?
1: Yes, you, I believe you said, uh, well, I can't remember the exact words, but yeah, you you had a lot of uh, players on the team already.
0: Mm. Yeah, we had a big team and I I didn't see any reason to bring a kid all the way from Fiji when I had a big team anyway. And I didn't know anything about you. I was Mm. pretty certain you wouldn't be able to, you know, come over and take an unofficial visit real quick. So the answer was no. Mm. Yeah. And so uh i'm gonna step aside here for a moment and allow you to tell me what you then did after hearing no
1: yeah so um well i didn't really know a lot about how the golf um recruiting and all that worked and uh so i i looked up the uh oklahoma state admission uh information and requirements and all that and I just applied,
2: <laughs>
1: so uh, I applied um, and I got a, an academic scholarship and I thought, oh, this is easy.
0: <sighs> wow, Sam, Sam, yeah, so. Sam, so. Um, so in August of 2009, it's 110 degrees in Stillwater, mm. Oklahoma, and you yeah. show up with not even a car, you just show up with your clothes and that was mm. it.
1: And my golf clubs. Yeah, that's it.
0: Clothes and golf clubs. So, um, Obviously, your first step in this process was taken care of. You were accepted at OSU, and you're Mm. on campus. So you know those OSU golfers are on that campus. And somewhere, that coach, McGraw, is walking around on campus. So something good will come of this. I'm sure you thought that, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I thought, uh, I'm already in school. How hard could it be to to get on the golf team?
0: (laughs) Okay, what was the first thing you did? I know you... You checked with mm. Karsten Creek, memberships were a little too expensive. Stillwater Country Club may be a little too expensive.
1: Yeah, well, I actually didn't call up uh, Stillwater Country Club. I called up Karsten Creek and uh, he told me the membership was going to be about $7,000. Um, but he didn't tell me that I would have to go under my parents and uh, they were based overseas so they would have got out of state rate or something but
0: yeah you would have gotten the cheapest rate that was available but you didn't know about that so you didn't. know i did not so mm. instead you went to lakeside tell me about the first trip you made to lakeside memorial golf course or yeah, almost so, made um,
1: well the first time i tried to get there i i got a bike um <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: a bicycle and then i tried to get there without my golf clubs and, uh, you know, back then we didn't have uh, GPS or, or smartphone. So I just went off the map and, you know, about probably three quarters of the way I got really tired. So I went <laughs> back it was really hilly.
0: Well, it was hilly, but it was 110 degrees too. You were just wearing oh, yeah. out.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So I went back and then later I found out there was a, a bus that goes to close to the lakeside. But I would have to have, take two buses to get there out of my dorm so um yeah I got I got there um I got to the lakeside on the bus and you and the driver was asking me all oh, all this all that and I told him you know I came here to try and get on the golf team
0: <laughs> what what did he what was his reaction
1: oh he said well you know I told him I was from PG trying to get get on the golf team and he was he was really impressed. And But, you know, he was really nice and telling me, oh, wish you all the best and good luck and all that. And yeah. But,
0: um, so you joined Lakeside Golf Course because they, they had a student rate, correct?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think so, yes.
0: Yeah, um, but that's August of 09. You didn't call me, you didn't tell me you were in town. You just played golf for a year, is that correct? Or for a while?
1: For a while, yes. Um, and because I didn't have a car, I couldn't get to carston Creek.
0: Right. Um,
1: sure. Yeah. And then I found out that the bus, the last bus out of lakeside is around probably five 30 or six. And, you know, I didn't know there was so much daylight here until like eight 39 and I, you know, it was just wasting, wasting a lot of daylight after school and all that. So I, I told my dad I need a car mean, <laughs> oh, yeah yeah I mean, there were no taxis or anything around so yeah
0: <laughs> so you quit riding the bus started driving a car to lakeside and stayed till dark every day yeah pretty much well yeah. it's interesting because you did that for two or three months and then you got the courage to call mike mcgraw the golf coach mm. and i took your call and i said hello and you said this is sam lee and i said who <laughs> you said sam lee and I remember this very well. You may not remember this, but you, you mentioned that you had played in the Fijian national team and you mm-hmm. had seen Rick. I said, oh, I remember you emailed me last year. Yes, sir, I did. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to come and ask you about a walk on spot at, on the golf team. And I mm-hmm. said, well, Sam, you don't want to come all the way from Fiji mm-hmm. to, to just do an unofficial visit. You said, no, coach, I'm on campus. and i said oh my goodness no you're not and you were and so you came out and you walked nine holes with me and boy this is one mean coach right here because Mm. i let you talk to me for nine holes and i said no again Mm. (laughs) yeah i do remember telling you this i need you to i need to see some competitive results so playing some tournaments Mm-hmm. And maybe this time of year from now you can come back and maybe your record will be so good. So what did you play in that year?
1: Well, you know one thing I didn't know about Oklahoma is that uh, there there aren't that many amateur tournaments.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And uh, yeah, everything's sort of like in the summer and uh, so I pretty much had to spend what uh, almost almost a year to playing tournaments. Um, I played in the state M, the state uh, match play, stroke play, and uh, USM qualifier. Uh, I don't know if there was a US Open qualifier.
0: There was in May. You probably played in that. And I think you also played in the Stillwater Men's City Championship and maybe the Lakeside Mm -hmm. Championship.
1: I think it was the City Championship. Did you win? I did, Yeah.
0: Well, I would apparently I wasn't very impressed because when you came back with that result the next fall, um uh, I think I told you no again.
1: I don't know if I actually went back to you. I might have, yeah, but you you did tell me no. Yeah. And uh yeah.
0: Well, you know, here's what I was I guess I was hoping you would qualify for the USM or I was hoping you would do something really significant to give me mm-hmm. um kind of the reason to to want to put you on the team remember i had a big team oh yeah but i know i told you no again and then Mm. um and then it was quite it was quite a long time between you know the second time i saw you and then the next Mm. time that i saw you and um i'm not even positive but i think i told you no one more time and i think you were pretty determined at that point that you thought you would get a membership someplace where did you get a membership at that point
1: yeah so i went back home at uh, winter break uh, i think it was 2011 winter break and uh you know my my dad and i spent a lot of time just practicing and he told me you know you should just get the membership out there that way you can at least even if you don't get on the team you can at least play with the guys on the team you know that way at least you'll get better and uh yeah it was so smart, i could tell you that yeah yeah so um and i think i had just learned i probably just met you before that winter break i came and saw you again and mm-hmm. then uh i think we walked another nine holes we did and uh i learned that uh the membership was somewhere around four thousand i think
0: no it was only two thousand for the oh. out-of-state membership yeah two thousand oh, right
1: okay Okay. Yeah, so anyway, so that January, uh, I decided to get the membership. And I remember signing a check to Rob, Rob Land.
0: Mm -hmm, Exactly right.
1: Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I believe, I don't know what Sean told you, but uh, Sean and I were gonna play nine holes uh, with two other guys. And uh, you decided to walk along with us.
0: Well, I will tell you this, Two Mm. things. One, uh, you had been so persistent
2: Mm.
0: and I think I told you no three times and then you just got a membership. I mean, I thought this kid's serious. And Sean Mm. came into the golf shop before you guys were playing and said, Coach, why don't you come out and watch watch this young man? He's a member here. I said, Mm. a member? He said, yeah, he joined. I said, oh, my (laughs) God. So I watched you and Sean and Bernard Newman and Patrick Winther play nine holes. Yeah. And over that course of that nine, I thought, this is crazy. I need to I need to ask this kid onto the golf team. But <laughs> I didn't tell you that. So we went I into do. my office and I looked at you and you were just wondering what is he gonna say? And the f- first thing I said was, You need you've got red grips on your clubs. <laughs> you can't have red grips on your clubs in Stillwater. You need orange grips. Yeah. And you said. What? And I said, if you're going to be on this team, you need to have orange grips. And you go, does that mean I'm on the team? (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, I did. I made a deal with you that I would give you one semester, that semester of spring of 2012, Mm. to show me you belonged on the team. Give me every reason in the world to keep you around. Mm. And... Uh, You weren't going to probably compete, but you could play in all the qualifying rounds and everything. And Um, did you enjoy that first semester?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, You know, practicing golf is different by yourself. But, you know, training, doing all the workouts in the mornings, you know, you you can't do that alone, you know. And uh, that was that was a lot of fun.
0: Well, I know the the guys took to you right away, but I, I watched very closely. I didn't ever say anything else to you that semester, like you better work hard or you better do this or you better mm-hmm. do that. I gave you one instruction at the beginning, give me every reason mm-hmm. to, to keep you on the team. You never said a word, you just did all your work. And you were the hardest working kid we had. You had talent. I was kind of shocked. You had a beautiful golf swing at that time, very efficient. And you worked hard and you trained hard in the weight room. And you were just a pleasure to be around. So I'd already decided I was going to invite you back, but you weren't so sure. Of course,
1: yeah. I mean, I didn't really have the results I wanted, or maybe even you wanted.
0: But um, you know, I I was there to work hard. Well, you did that. You come yeah. into my office, I guess the day after your last final, or the day of your last final, and said, "Coach, mm. I have one question. M- may I come back next year and play on the team?" Mm -hmm. And I almost started crying because I thought to myself, I thought it was obvious that you were going to be coming back next year. No one outworked you. No one had a better attitude and no one was more liked on the team than you were. And you just did everything we asked, but way more than that. So I said, absolutely. You come back next fall. You're on this team. You're here. Mm -hmm. And I remember that Mike Holder, he didn't throw around a lot of compliments, you know,
2: not,
0: not very many. But he did come by and, and tell me, you did a good thing with Sam Lee. That guy's going to be a good player. And so I'll never forget that. And I thought, you know what? It only took me about two and a half years to figure it out. <laughs> but I, I finally got you on the team. And so mm-hmm. did you stay in Stillwater that summer of 2012? I can't remember. After I said you could be on the team. Um,
1: I'm not sure, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I, I can't remember. I was recruiting that whole summer, so. But no. I do remember the fall of 2012 We came back
2: mm.
0: and we had a team retreat in the lodges at Karsten Creek and did some morning workouts and did a lot of team activities. I thought that was really good for our team.
2: You
0: mm. um, Didn't make a single event that fall, but you kept on working hard. Mm. But I remember you met somebody who had sort of been a hero of yours. Can you talk oh, about yeah, the night you met Ricky Fowler?
1: Yeah, so he he was in town um and uh yeah he came to one of the well three of the guys houses house and um yeah we just hung around there and that was my first time actually meeting ricky and uh yeah in that in that photo you you can just tell how excited i am
0: (laughs) i remember when kevin doherty showed me that photo i said boy that must have been a highlight for sam just oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, it was full circle. Ricky was the reason you got to Oklahoma State, mm. I mean, great that you even knew about Oklahoma State, and then mm. there you finally were standing with him. and He was one of the best players in the whole world at the time. So, um, oh, yeah, and by the way, he shot 64 yesterday, a good opening round. Did you see that?
1: Oh, I saw the score, yeah. I, I actually didn't see any, yeah. any of him playing
0: so. Was it everything you thought it'd be? Was he as good a guy as you thought he'd be?
1: It was actually better than I thought.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, Love to hear that. He's was, was one of the nicest
1: guys I, I've ever met.
0: He really is, yeah. and a great player. And um, so I thought that was a great photo that mm. the two of you could be together. And and so we went through the rest of that semester. And at the end of that semester, you decided to stay in Stillwater for the Christmas break. And I remember one thing you hadn't earned that fall was your, pra- your ba- tournament bag because you hadn't shot under par or even par at Karsten Creek. Is that correct? Um, That's what I've got written in my book here. So, <laughs> okay.
1: Well, that might be actually the second bag. Um, I what,
0: think I did. Okay. okay, you earned one last spring, the spring before. You I think so, one. yeah. Okay, yeah. but this fall, even though you were competing and trying to get into tournaments, you hadn't earned the bag yet. And so I told you that you mm. could do it over the Christmas break.
2: Mm. And we,
0: we'd do it. I'd let you try as many as five times. You yeah. had to shoot 72, and the weather was bad, and you were checking the weather, trying to figure out good days for weather. And, <laughs> and yeah. I put the score you had to shoot in an envelope, sealed envelope. Yeah. And um, anyway. You finally wind was blowing about twenty. You finally earned the bag on the third or fourth try, and I remember that how how proud you were to earned that golf bag. It was great, but again, just your perseverance—you know, staying there and practicing and working—and but still, I wasn't probably convinced you were going to play any golf tournaments for OSU at that point. I wasn't completely.
1: Were you convinced or not? Uh, no, I was not. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you had to shoot low scores. Mm-hmm. You know, with the guys on the team that that are playing well and, yeah, I just, I just wasn't. And, uh, yeah.
0: You know, if we played a U.S. Open at Lakeside, I think you'd win every time. You loved Lakeside. You played I well out there. I did love Lakeside.
1: Yeah. That's where OSU golf started.
0: <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> right. So, um, we have a qualifying for our first tournament in the spring of 2013. And lo and behold, you made it through the qualifying. You traveled to Hawaii. Do you remember thinking about traveling to your first golf tournament as it
1: yeah so um i remember one round that we played in uh, Stillwater country club uh and it it hailed on us a little bit and uh
0: Perfect stillwater I, day
1: yeah so and i actually played quite well and uh, i think i was the lowest man and uh, yeah i was just i was very very calm that day I can still remember it Uh, and I was just playing one shot at a time and, uh, yeah, I was playing, playing quite well then that winter.
0: Well, I'm going to give you a stat that you probably hadn't thought about. Okay. From the day I got your first email Mm -hmm. to the day we traveled to Hawaii to go to a tournament together was 1,560 days. Wow. That's a lot of perseverance right there, Sam. Wow. And you never showed any uh, you, you never were entitled like I, I'm owed this. Look how hard I work. You never uh, were upset about any decisions I made. All you did was keep your nose to the grindstone and kept working, kept working. And mm-hmm. finally, you made a tournament. Now, what's really significant about that is I walked all 54 holes with you. I thought mm-hmm. this would be a pleasure. I, I, was, I basically caddied without carrying the bag. But you shot our lowest score. You were our best score that week at the Hawaii tournament. Yep. Yeah. That had to be a thrill for you. Describe that.
1: Yeah. So um, that was my first tournament and uh, couldn't have been a better place to play. Uh, I mean, the weather's warm. Uh, I mean, it's it's quite similar to Fiji, I guess, the temperature-wise and humidity-wise. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've first tournament and I've got coach chatting for me yeah you know all I had to do was just listen to you
0: <laughs> well I, I knew a good thing when I saw it and all I had to do is point you in it right in the correct direction and, and your ball went there I, that was a yeah. good thing I thought but I was really proud of that moment mm. uh, our team didn't play particularly well that week but you did mm. and you led the team and I thought that was a great moment so um 1,560 days from the time you sent the email to the time you got to travel. And wow. not a lot of kids have that much pers- perseverance. And here it is, since I left Oklahoma State in 2013, it's eight years later, and you're mm-hmm. still you're still playing competitive golf. I mean, you've got a, a great, great uh, competitive mindset to stay the course. And I, I assume you want to keep on doing this. Talk about your pro journey. Talk about since... I got let go of that year. You played one more year at Oklahoma State, mm. and then you turned professional, and you've been playing professional golf ever since. Talk, talk about your professional career.
1: Yeah, so um, I, you know, I, I when I turned pro, um, I qualified on the Australian tour, and uh, I actually hit the ball really good that week and uh, putted terrible. But I managed to get the card for the year 2015, and, uh, you know, I thought I'll, I'll have a good chance. My boss track, tracking is pretty good. Um, I probably need to work more on short game and putting. But, uh, you know, back then, putting was probably the worst part of my game. And it's also, you know, one of the hardest part, I believe is because you're always putting on different surface, you know, different day or different time of the day you're playing. Um yeah, and then I went on to Asian development tour uh last couple of years or two years back. And uh yeah I've just been trying to figure out, you know, how I'm going to swing better because it wasn't holding up under pressure.
0: <laughs> well you have had some success though. So you won the Fijian Open, did you not?
1: i did uh, that was i believe 2018. okay um yeah and then the reason also i went back to fiji was because we had a, a professional tournament uh run by australian pga called the fiji international and it was a big event uh later it uh was tri-sanctioned with european tour and asian tour so i thought uh you know it's my home course i'll practice there and hopefully you know get something maybe even a win i know the golf course pretty well and i know the weather pretty well it's always windy (laughs) yeah and uh it's it's a tough course on in the wind and uh you know i thought i'd have a good
0: chance
2: but uh uh, yeah
0: so Aside from that, what you're playing over here in the United States right now, and hopefully to get a corn Ferry tour card through the tour school, is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yep. So what would
0: your long-term goals be with golf? I mean, how long do you wanna do this? Forever, I think.
1: Well, actually, you know, before this uh, COVID-19 break, I was sort of in between, um, you know, whether to keep going or not, because I wasn't playing the way I wanted to um and you know you, you can't really keep playing tournaments and not play well you know it, it it wears you down and uh this break was actually quite good because i couldn't play any tournament so all i had to do was just you know figure out and work on my game um so yeah this is sort of my second chance to try to make it and uh Yeah, I'm going to try and stay as long as I can here and yeah, do this.
0: I hope you come visit me in Waco if you ever get down to Texas to play a golf tournament.
1: Yeah, of course. That would be good.
0: You know, uh, anybody that can get from Fiji (laughs) to Oklahoma State and then play professional golf, I think he can do about anything he wants. So (laughs) I'm not worried about you, Sam. But I do want to finish, before we stop, we're going to do a speed round here in a minute. I'm just going to ask you some questions I haven't prepared you for. Okay, you got, you got to answer those. But before we do that, I just want to say, um, you know, I coached at Oklahoma State for 16 years. Honestly, there's probably not a more inspiring story than what you did, and you did it with grace and dignity and and humility. And it's, it was just fun to watch because I had that same work ethic. I just didn't have your talent as a kid, so it it was fun to see that was sort of a a little Fijian Mike McGraw with a little more talent. Uh, achieving his dream there in Stillwater. So I want to tell you how much that meant to me. All right. Uh, <laughs> you never heard well, that, did
1: you? No, I have not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was. if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had that opportunity
0: on the team. If it wasn't for me, you'd have had it two and a half years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, let me go ahead and go with the speed round. You ready? Okay. So do All I have right. to answer this quickly or... Uh, as quickly as you can, as quickly as you okay. can. Favorite course you've, you've played? Southern Hills. Southern Hills. Course you'd most like to play but haven't played yet?
1: Uh, Augusta National.
0: Favorite restaurant, a non-chain restaurant, favorite restaurant in Stillwater? Non-chain. No, not not a national chain restaurant, um, just a, a local place.
1: Hmm. Is Eskimo Joe's in...
0: That's, uh, chain perfect. that's perfect. That's not a natural chain. Eskimo Joe's. Okay. It, country music or hip hop? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was country music, would it be George Strait or Luke Bryan?
1: Oh, I don't know any of those guys. Oh,
0: Sam, come on. Okay, that's okay. Favorite pro golfer? It's hard to pass Ricky Fowler
1: after okay. saying all
0: that. I think you got to go with Ricky. Um uh, tournament you'd most like to win? Ooh, the Masters. Perfect. Two more questions. Favorite Coach McGraw quirk? It's a little unusual thing about Coach McGraw. Favorite one. There's so many. Well,
1: you eat ice cream a lot and eat really fast.
0: A lot of people have said that. That's true. All right, last question. Best investment you've made in golf? Under a hundred dollars, less than a hundred dollars, best investment. Best investment. Huh. Oh wow. You you purchased things, haven't you?
1: Um, I have, but I can't think of any right now. So well, I'm let glad. me tell you
0: what it would be if you took all the rounds you played at Karsten Creek mm-hmm. before you got on the golf team and divided it by that. The, divided the membership price by that number, I bet that'd be under a hundred dollars. I bet you played enough rounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There you go. So there's under a hundred dollars per round. Very good. Well, uh, Sam, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm, um, I'm hoping that some of my listeners will now be Sam Lee fans that they'll watch, watch your game progress. And hopefully you get that PGA uh, corn fairy tour card this fall. That would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, thanks, Coach, for having me on. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen you.
0: Yeah, it has. I've got and, gray hair now. Sorry, you don't have gray hair.
1: No, uh, I remember I did little back <laughs> when I was on the team.
0: <laughs> That's because I was I was too tough a coach for you, probably. <laughs> All right. Well, go go get them in Colorado this week. Play well, and then uh, and maybe we'll catch up with you once you get that tour card.
1: All right. Sounds good, Coach.